Hi and assalamu alaikum. My name is Raqaya Wright and welcome to episode 2, season 2 of Breaking Barriers. Today we have with us Hamida Ojo from Ireland. How are you today? I'm doing good, sister. How are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. I'm so excited to have you on here. Thank you. Same, same, same. Okay, so today we'll be talking about the status of Muslim women in Islam. Got it, yeah. So, when we look at the status of Muslim women in Islam, it's very, I don't know what the best word is to say. Undermined, undermined. Yeah, not a lot of people talk about it. Mm. So, but you have to look at it from the standpoint of like, how Allah, what um, Allah says your mother is to you and your sister and your wife and your daughter. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, for example, Allah says, your mother, Jannah is, Jannah lies at the feet of your mother. Mm. So without your mother, you can't get to Jannah. Without mm. respecting your mother and taking care of her and treating her right, mm. you can't get to Jannah. Because mm. she takes care of you from when you were born. She carried you for nine months. Mm. Like, you can't pay her back for all that mm. she has done for you. Mm-hmm. Bro, when we really look at it, your mom owes you nothing. She she carried you for nine months. And to be honest, whenever I look at women in like Islam and just how they're discussed amongst like anyone, men or, or, or women, they're not given the respect that they deserve. Because when I listen to some Muslim men and the discourse that goes on with them, it's just absolutely like disgusting. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they don't realize. Hmm how much we do for them. Mm. 100%. And then even Allah says, your mother, she's the greatest source of your blessings. She will be the greatest source of your blessings. Because once your mother is gone and she's left this world, your greatest source of blessings is gone. Mm. So think about how high a woman in that sense is viewed in Allah's eyes. If she's your highest source of blessings. Mm. I feel as if also Muslim women need to understand how bad we are, Allahumma barak. Allah Ta'ala, imagine a man tells you that you're beautiful, a man can tell you anything he wants to tell you. But Allah Ta'ala put in the Holy Quran that we are worth so much. And I feel as if nowadays lots of Muslim girls don't understand the beauty that is just intrinsically in them to be honest anyone is valuable whether you're a man or a woman but Allah Ta'ala told us that we have so much power we can give birth to people we can we can become mothers we can like hold a household and lots of people forget the power that women just automatically have and I feel as if I don't know you need to be reminded of that because when you grow up in this world a lot of things are placed on women to forget about how powerful they are whether it be on self-image whether it be just on anything really they love people just love to bring down women in every single regard um and you just need to remind yourself whether islamically or secularly that you are so powerful you're bad just you know always just never forget that you know yeah exactly and that literally brings me to the next point i wanted to make because even allah says it is a hadith actually that says um, which basically means the best of you men are 
the ones who are best to your families mm. and your wife. That TikTok went mad. Did you see that TikTok? Yes, I saw that the TikTok. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh. It really shook my mind. It changed my perspective. Because genuinely, when you think about it, you can pretend to be whoever you want. Thinking about social media, thinking about your friends, you can pretend. You can say you're the baddest person. You can say, I do this, I do that. But when you go home and how you present yourself to your family, that's really a personal choice. I can be as rude as I can to my mom. My mom's not going to stop loving me. Your friend can get up and leave and say, I'm not talking to you anymore. The way you treat me is just so disrespectful. But the way you treat your family is is your true self. And if you really want to evaluate yourself and self-reflect, just look at the way you talk to your brothers when they say, I'm upset. Do you snob them off? Do you listen to their conversation? And I feel as if when you really deeper and you really think about the things that are important in this life, it's the people that you grew up from as soon as you were born because they're the ones that know you the most, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And honestly, you're so right. The way you treat your family, the way you treat the people who are closest to you, that defines what kind of person you are. 100%. 100%. And I feel like brothers also, they need to start respecting. Like, Talk about it. More. Talk about it. Talk about it. I feel as if, I don't know, conduct and behavior is kind of expected for women. If you act out of line as a woman, no matter who you are, someone will give you a shady look. But for guys, I mean, I, to be honest, I've seen extreme sides of it. I don't know if it's because of my For You page on TikTok. I don't know if it's because of what I'm watching. But the way some men treat the women in their life, it's actually yeah. kind of, it's kind of, um, it's kind of just scary because those men will go on to be someone's husband, someone's father, and it's just uh, no. I just, I just don't like it at all. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that's not a good thing literally also for some reason well not even for some reason this world in general was set up for men to succeed and women to fail yeah. it's mm-hmm. set up to keep down women and mm-hmm. to let the men rise up and mm-hmm. us be the people who carry them mm-hmm. and then we get no credit for it mm-hmm. but then when islam came after the pre-islamic period of ignorance mm-hmm. after islam came it gave women their rights. It gave us our rights and everything, basically. It gave us our rights. It gave us our status. Mm-hmm. It showed that women could just could be more than just their objects. Yes, yes. To this day, like, it's actually kind of scary. You know, when people talk down on Islam, you can actually talk down. You can say whatever you want about Islam. But we're in the year 2021 and female rights are still being debated there's people that think that women don't have value that were just objects but 1400 years ago a man that was illiterate and and apparently and wasn't educated apparently told everyone that women have a right to property women have just so much value and it's just kind of crazy to think about and a lot of people say like you know bring up the hijab as a form of oppression and things like that but when you really look at it 1400 years ago if we're even now debating on whether women hold rights or if a woman without clothes is sexy or a woman with clothes is sexy, whatever they want to say about women. 1400 years ago, we were told to cover up because men acted like dogs. Men acted like dogs. No matter who you were, if you're a woman, they'll snatch you off the side of the road and do whatever they want with you. So Allah to Allah... I said in a lot of countries, they do that. Yes. 
and Allah Ta'ala wanted us to cover our beauty and and just to give us so much power because back then if they did if, if now they don't you know respect women's rights just think about back then as well yeah and it's like so I'm not beautiful because I choose to cover up mm. Who's Any Muslims that think that if you cover up, you're not beautiful, put that thought in the bin now. Put that thought in the bin now. Yes, because it's just not true. It's just not true. The hijab puts so much... Like, it's a, it's a piece of fabric, if we really put it into, like, the simplest terms. But the amount of beauty it puts onto you... even Beauty isn't even that important when, you're, when you really think about it. Because it, yeah. it, it makes you focus on your internal beauty. Because you're supposed to cover your beauty, in fact. So it wants you to focus on making your internal beauty shine, shine true and, you know, just care about how you um, show your beauty in different ways, not just, you know, physically. Yeah, it's like saying, who's to say, because a woman, she shows more skin than me and she, um, let's say, I don't even know, for example, she shows more skin than me, right? Mm. And she doesn't cover her head and she doesn't dress modestly just mm. because she's like that who's to say that she is worth more than me or she is more beautiful than me mm. never devalue yourself never devalue why would you compare it to don't compare yourself with anyone a covered person or non-covered person you are worth so much yeah exactly just don't do that it's just a waste of time and allah has a reason for everything mm that's the thing i feel like that's the thing that people forget some people are like oh why am i even wearing the hijab if i can just go out mm. without the hijab and i'll be perfectly fine allah has a reason for everything mm. even for me i know how hard it is because when i reflect on myself wearing hijab um i'm not saying it was hard because alhamdulillah i found it very easy you know put on hijab, <laughs> hijab. but there was a point of time where i was thinking like people who don't wear hijab are more beautiful than me like i just would look at other people and i would think oh if i wasn't wearing hijab like i'd look better you know i'm a black girl so like a lot of us have braids all of us have you know different things we whatever whatever i used to look up to people like that and think oh if i looked like that i would be i'll be able to let my personality shine through more i don't even know how i thought that but i don't who are around me like to bring back up the family topic again they really made me understand the value in islam and obviously it's what i root myself in now but alhamdulillah for that but anyone that's struggling with your hijab like you know it's it's what makes you beautiful and again with the status of women it brings your status to the sky in the eyes of allah so that's that's all that matters yeah exactly and then also like what who is, inspires you the most like islamically like an islamic woman a woman, woman from the times of the prophets and stuff like that who which one of them inspires you the most mm, what's the name of the of uh, i think her name the the, the oh asia yes 110 percent me too I, I love her. I agree with you. I love that name because I love the story of Asya. Mm. Mm. So yeah, why do you like Asya personally? Well, I like Asya because the story in general is like 
it's amazing. Basically, mm. she was the wife of Fir'aun, the worst person in the world at this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. And then she accepted Islam. She came to Islam. She practiced her religion. She practiced in secret. Then when he found out, she still didn't lose faith. Even when he tortured her and did all these haram things to her and all these horrible, horrible things to her, she still didn't lose faith. Mm. And to then, be us, yeah, bro. People fall into fitting out over Instagram DMs. Exactly. He was married to the worst man in the world, in, in history. And she did not break in the sight of him. That is the most remarkable thing you never did. She inspires me so much. And then, even when he told them to kill her, he didn't even get the joy of actually taking her life because yes. Allah took her life before yes. he could and showed her her place in Jannah. Yes. That is probably the best part of the whole entire story. Mm. He thought he was triumphant. And really, he was thought. so close, but he wasn't. He, he really did think. Oh my God. Why is Asya your favorite? Or your inspiration? For that reason, to be honest, when you're in the face of adversity, it's so easy to say what you will do. It's so easy. It's so easy. I can say if if this happened to me, I'll do that. If this happened to me, I I wouldn't do that. It's so easy for me to say that. But when you're in that situation, who knows what you will do? But Allah. So if I'm putting myself in her shoes, and I'm married to the most, you know, reputable the king da, 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 in society, and he's saying if you follow this faith, you will be killed. Who am I to say that I'll I'll, I'll still stand by Allah and say I'm Muslim? So for her to just be able to be a follower of faith, even in the the most dire situation that she was in, that's that's just the most inspirational thing ever. And it just really puts in perspective because you can lose perspective like so quickly. Just whenever I go through something like include like exclusive of my faith, it just makes me think like, you know, I need to focus on what I need to focus on and you know, just call on Allah to help me out, you know. Yeah. There's so much ice. Yeah. I didn't even think we we're gonna be able to. But There's so much, also, bro. We're literally. Allah says, the people in this world who like suffer the most, right? Mm. Their status will be elevated the most. Mm. And in the past, like we were talking about the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. Mm. Women they suffered so much. They were killing their daughters. They were doing all this stuff to them and then a lot elevated our status and gave us rights mm. gave us more rights than the men mm. a lot elevated our status and he gave us things put things in place basically like hijab and stuff to mm. guard us and protect us Just literally like Allah says the people who suffer the most he elevates their status and he elevated women's mm. status mm. and maybe in the eyes of men who don't see us as that great or like we don't do anything they don't <laughs> see us as that amazing mm. but 
in Allah's eyes, that's all that matters. How Allah sees yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's actually scary when you see the most beautiful of people. I'm not saying beautiful people are bad people, but you can see the most beautiful person and they're not that good. Because I don't know, as humans we're just so weak. We see something that's shiny and we think it's gold. Like that doesn't facilitate gold. If Allah Ta'ala says you're worth something, that means you're worth something. It doesn't matter if this guy says you're this, this person says you're that, it does not matter. How does Allah Ta'ala view you? And then that's how you should assign meaning to things, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And honestly, I feel like Islam gives women the most rights out of any religion or any belief I've ever Mm -hmm. seen, any law, anything. Mm. What What do you think about the whole feminist argument? The whole um, you can't be feminist and Muslim at the same time. I feel like I don't even know how to explain this, this is a lot Islam of the feminist movement is like a lot of the things that are in the feminist movement stuff like that it is islam it is islam it literally is islam that's all it is yeah exactly it just is islam <laughs> there's nothing more to it <laughs> but that thing is just a lot of things even science for example, because I was talking about my, talking to my friend about this thing, I saw this TikTok about how about heart surgery. Mm-hmm. My cousin actually sent me this TikTok about heart surgery and how when the prophet they came, two angels came to him when he was like little, he was young, I can't remember what age, and then they cut open his chest and they put his heart in cold like ice a bucket of ice and water and then they poured zamzam water on it and zamzam water is like kind of salt has like salt in it so they poured zamzam water and then they put it back in his chest and heart surgery is performed in a similar way now like when they take your heart out they put it in a bucket of ice so the cells don't die and then they take electrolytes and they pour it on it and I'm just like wait all these things that are in Islam are now coming to light in science and just in society the way you treat people inside and all this stuff and I was like wow bro when I tell you all those school projects that said bring bring up a science project and we'll talk about it the way I used to be so obsessed with Islamic miracles because they're so countless when you really put it in perspective like there was a whole time where I was just obsessed with Zamzam water because the amount of miracles that it brings I think there was a study done where they tested like every single type of water and like i don't know who it was i think it was like one asian um philosopher philosopher or something like that and um they tested all the waters and zamzam water they put like they put it on a speaker basically and they put the every single type of water like clear water um iodized water all that type of water and when they put water zamzam water on the speaker it made a a, a snowflake shape when it was like bouncing in the air or something i can't really remember but i just bro when i tell you i was so so obsessed with islamic sciences because everything rooted in science is rooted from islam so whenever i hear one scientific argument i'm just like can you short because every single thing that comes from science 
takes a root from Islamic um Islamic philosophers because they're the ones who like founded most of this stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. Even with the way babies are made. Mm. I remember I was so young when I found this out and I was like, wait, this is how I know Islam is for me. <laughs> this is how I know. <laughs> no, because that journey that you go through of because you know the whole, you know, like how Islam is presented in the media and um, I feel as if Islam is the only religion where you don't blindly follow it because everyone is telling you that either we're terrorists, either it's not true, either I don't know what they say. They can say anything. They can say Islam tells you to kill sheep and people will go with it. And I think it's actually as creepy as that whole sentiment is. I think it's also when we take a positive look at it it's the barakah of allah that it causes every single muslim young muslim old muslim a person who just joined islam to question every single thing and i find that so beautiful because a lot of people are who are rooted in faith they are rooted in faith but you can't compare a person who is rooted in faith like i don't know through christianity through judaism to a person who follows islam because we are we are like set questions from people who haven't even heard about islam they'll be asking you oh what does this mean what does this mean and i find that so beautiful and yeah i don't really know where that point came from but <laughs> I don't know. but that I reminds me of another point yeah. that has, it doesn't it's not even related to the topic but literally earlier this week we were in class and the teacher asked us a question what was the difference between hope and faith and i was like the difference between no one can answer the question I raised my hand I asked the question I was like, mm. the difference between hope and faith is that hope is like a wish like you're wishing for something and faith is something like you genuinely truly believe in and mm. then he was like what if you truly believe that this job was for you and then you got the job or they fired you and then they fired you afterwards or you didn't get the job I was like well faith is that something that's just like it goes away just like that faith mm. is tested and through mm-hmm. these tests, you learn and you grow and you become better. That's the point. And faith is like, it's something that like, you genuinely, genuinely have to believe in. And your faith sometimes is shooken a little bit, but for it to improve and grow and get stronger, right? Mm-hmm. And then this one was like, oh wow, this is such a like good mentality. And it's like, I can't believe you think this way. Like, you sound like a philosopher. And I was like, in my mind, I was thinking, I'm no philosopher. This is all Islam. What mm. he's saying is amazing and sounds like a philosopher in such a good way of thinking is literally what Islam, the base of Islam is on. It just makes me sad that so much people can't see the beauty in Islam. It makes me so sad. I was in class today. We're doing religion class. I'm so hyped because we're covering Islam. And even the stuff they were teaching us, I was like, this is fundamentally just wrong. Everything that's taught about Islam, it just makes me sad because if most people just looked at it for 10 seconds, I'm pretty sure they'll convert. But yeah, I feel as if also everything in this world is belief. You believe in something at the end of the day. So why not Islam? (laughs) You know? But then also at the same time, I feel like it's who Allah chooses to open up their hearts and open up their minds. To accept Islam because my teacher was telling me, she's Muslim. She was telling me that um she had a professor who studied Islam, who went to Mecca, studied Islam, all this stuff, but she was still Christian. Smart. 
So she knew all this stuff about Islam. She was teaching Islamic studies class and all this stuff. And she told um, that my teacher, she was like, oh yeah, Islam is like a really good like philosophy and stuff like that. But I just don't, I don't think it's real, you know? And I was like, oh wow. So she knows about Islam and she doesn't think it's real. And the thing about that that's so sad is that when the day of judgment comes and then she's asked if she was she knew about islam she can't say she didn't because she studied it and she knew about it and she chose not to accept it or believe it mm. but what do you think about this? let's go back to that topic speechless bro speechless i feel as if i don't know people really just need to understand their mind and like everything is rooted in belief whether you believe you're christian whether you believe you're a failure it doesn't matter what you believe in the at the end of the day is what will carry you through life and you i personally believe anyone can believe anything but at the end of the day there's certain truths and there's certain realities you can believe that you're a sunflower but are you a sunflower probably not so i just think that if you were to believe anything you should believe in the truth and the truth is islam so yeah that's what i was talking about what about the islam um status of women in islam just overall what i think about the status of women in islam yeah do you think I it's think applied it's- in society by muslims specifically do you think women are given their rights bro i can talk all day about how we're not giving our rights but we're here to be positive we're here to be champions of faith but at the end of the day what you believe about yourself is the truth for yourself and i know for a fact that allah ta'ala has raised us to another level so inshallah men and women alike will implement that in their lives hold their women to high standards their mom their sisters and overall just just look into it because a lot um a lot of times you know just today i was watching a tiktok about something one woman went through and it just really made me sad um just looking at her situation but if you know your worth and you look into women in islam who are held in high regard it it will give you a better picture of how you should view the status of women in islam which is you know pretty high yeah and for me personally at first i never really until like a couple years ago, I never really knew much about the rights of women in Islam, the status of women in Islam. And I was like, if I don't know my rights, how am I supposed to implement my rights, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like watching all these videos and all this stuff. And these people were like, oh, women don't have rights in Islam. Women don't have this in Islam. Mm-hmm. Also. But I was like, I know this is not true. I know mm-hmm. it in my heart. And it's even an inner conviction. You know for a fact it's not true. Like, I don't yeah. even know. Oh, what the hell? just put something in your heart. Like, I didn't even know about all the rights of women in Islam. And I was like, I know this is not true. I just know it. So I went and I asked my dad, oh, what are the rights of women in Islam? And my dad, he was telling me it. And then he was like, you know, I was like, but why isn't there like people talking about this? Why don't people tell women this? Like, why aren't we educated about this? He was like, you know, a lot of times people don't tell women about this, their rights in Islam, or they water it down so they can keep them down. And I was like, I I never thought he would say something like that, right? Mm. Because I felt like my mom would say something like that because, you know, she's a woman. <laughs> she understands. But my dad? And then this made me think, you know what? I want to actually learn more about 
the status of a woman. Shout out to Rukaya's dad, by the way. A1 guy, I So yeah, that's what I did. And I, was, I researched it, I looked into it. I joined classes, learning about it, all this stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I need to make, I need to make something to share this with other people because other people need to know. 100%. And that's like one of the reasons I made this podcast. Wow. The origin, we've gone through every, so that's the origin story for this podcast. That's Your the dad. origin story. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Girl, I loved it. It was so fun. I feel as if I didn't articulate some points properly, but I'll let it slide. But this was so, so fun. Girl, we're not professionals here. Yeah, (laughs) we're not professionals. I'm no professional, I can tell you that for sure. But no, for real, I'm so glad you were here. It was amazing having you here. Thank you. May Allah reward you. May Allah reward you. I need to watch every single episode. I feel as if I'm halfway through season one. I need to finish everything else so I can be very much up to date. But yeah. I'm shocked we made it to season two. I still can't comprehend the fact that we're here at season two. Girl, you're going to make it to season 10. What do you mean season two? This is just the beginning. What are you talking about? Inshallah. And I'm so happy to be part of the beginning. Because when you're at the top, I'm gonna be like, shout out to my girl Rafaya because No, I'm taking you all to the top with me. (laughs) Yes. Yes, as you should. should. We're uplifting our sisters here. Yes. Yes, always. alaikum. Have a good day. Have the best day ever. Bye. Bye. My name is Rakaya Wrights. Thank you for watching this episode of Breaking Barriers, and I can't wait to keep the conversation going.